Turn up your radio right now. Wax 104.5, the first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Good morning. This is Joe Welke here to welcome in to a crisp morning. It was a cool ride in, but we made it. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Good morning, this is Jill Welke here, making it through the cold weather this morning. Make sure that you keep those kids bundled up and layer up. As I like to say, it's Flannel Friday for me, and I've got lots of layers on. Let's take a look at some of the temperatures around the area. Eau Claire is negative 13, Medford negative 3, Rice Lake negative 15, Wausau's at 2. Green Bay's our hot spot at 11. And Marshfield's at 4 below 0. La Crosse is 11 below. Madison's 3 below. Milwaukee is 4. And Toma is really our cold spot at 18 below this morning. Let's take a look at more of our weather. Brought to you by Markwart Motors. Let Marquardt do your cleaning for you. Marquardt Motors is offering to an auto detailing package. $99 for an interior or exterior detail or $189 for both. Call them to book your appointment at MarquardtMotors.com. So today, we're pretty crispy out there, but are we supposed to get up to a high of 2 or a high of 4? But it says a low of 2 must be for tonight and partly sunny. Tomorrow is going to be our warm day. It's supposed to get up to 27 with a low of 2, but be partly sunny. Sunday, we're going to drop back into our deep freeze uh, with a high of only 4 and a low of 14 below. Monday, we're still down in there at 2 with a low of 15 below. But Tuesday, it's looking a little bit better. It's supposed to be up to 22 with a low of 6. And Wednesday, hopefully we can hold on to that. It says a high of 29 and a low of 14. And like I said, you need to be bundled up and layered up and taking care of those cattle out there in those cold weather uh, places. Check on those waters and make sure that you take care of yourself too. And for those littles waiting out for those bus, bus stops, Hopefully they've got a lot of layers, put those hats on, put those mittens on, and don't spend a lot of time out there. And hopefully the bus is nice and warm when you get in. I'd like to tell you about a little experience I had yesterday. I was had the wonderful experience of heading out to Chippewa Valley Bean, and I'm going to do a shout-out to Cindy, Charles, and Trisha. I did turn my microphone on this morning. I don't see any lights flashing, so I'm hoping that's all working. I was able to take part in an awesome tour and learned so much. They are like they are in our backyard and they are huge in the kidney bean business. And I was just so awed in all the things that they're doing. And they are so in tune to all the things, all the exports and the marketing around for those kidney beans. Makes you want to get out and eat some more kidney beans. We've got a lot of chores to do this morning. We've got markets. We've got stories. One of them will be about the Chippewa Valley bean. We've got stories about the climate. 
and export windows for soybeans. And we're even going to talk a little bit about beef. Let's head into some promotions, and then we're going to listen to Good As You by Kane Brown. Wax 104.5. Nobody Music plays that always country. fits just right. Like that Packers jersey you've washed about a hundred times. Oh, or haven't washed in years. Wax 104.5. Nobody plays more. Wax is the Chippewa Valley's home for local country radio and your local country morning show. This is Wax 104.5 FM, WAXX, Eau Claire. Wax 104.5. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Hey, this is Jill back again. We're going to head right into our national news. NBC News Radio, I'm Trey Thomas. Millions of people on the East Coast are bracing for the first bomb cyclone of the year. Blinding snow, heavy wind, and freezing rain are moving in overnight. This will make for a dangerous morning commute. New Jersey just began a state of emergency as it expects six inches of snow. Same for New York, while Virginia and Maryland could get up to an inch an hour. A bomb cyclone occurs when a storm's central pressure drops dramatically within 24 hours. A Capitol Police officer is taking legal action against former President Trump for his alleged role in the Capitol attack last year. Mark Mayfield has more. NBC News reports that Brianna Kirkland filed a lawsuit in Washington, D.C. on the anniversary of the attack, blaming Trump for her injuries. The lawsuit claims that Trump and his extraordinary influence over his followers are to blame for the assault against Kirkland. She's asking for at least $75,000 and for Trump to cover her legal fees. The mayor of Seattle is calling a police hoax totally unacceptable. Several officers are accused of faking a threat during racial justice protests in 2020. An investigation found they exchanged radio chatter about the extremist group Proud Boys marching around Seattle, possibly carrying guns. Mayor Bruce Harrell says this kind of tactic never should have been considered, condoned, or carried out, calling it a clear breakdown in leadership. The New York Times is reportedly buying sports journalism website The Athletic for $550 million. It's an acquisition seen as providing a new area of subscription customers to The New York Times, which had set a goal of reaching 10 million subscribers by 2025. You're listening to NBC News Radio. And that's our national news for today. And because, you know, this was kind of my first week and I had a few fumbles and mess ups and and but wait I just did the best I could. I had to retape a program that was supposed to be on Wednesday. So today we're gonna you're gonna get the treat of hearing the Provision Partners program that was supposed to be on Wednesday with Brad Matt Matson. Provision Partners, Provision Minute. Let's hear from Brad Matson. I hear he's thinking about the diseases that happen in the summertime in our crops. We've had a lot of questions from producers the last few weeks on managing some of the diseases. We had white mold that was taking 30 bushels off some of the yields and parts of the field, and we had in soybeans, and we had uh, 
and tractos uh, reared its little head again, and that was taking up the 30 bushels off the corn. And then we had the new kid on the block, Tar Spot. It had some yield effects for their shells. It had some huge yield effects, as much as 100 bushels per acre. So the question is, is how do we manage these diseases? You know, the best way to do that is inherent resistance within the plants, fix selecting varieties that are resistant to those, and then developing contingency plans on what happens if they do show up. A couple tools that I use that seem to be working really well are a couple of apps that you can put on your phone, and one is Forecaster for white mold, and now they have a tar spotter for tar spot. So they're looking at environmental conditions, you know, what's favorable for the development of the disease, so you can get an idea if you're going to have to look at fungicide treatments and those things as just another tool in your arsenal to help make better informed decisions on whether to apply or not apply different fungicides and those types of things. Are these free apps available to all? Yep, they're uh, on the Android Play Store and the uh, uh, iPhone's Play Store. Most places have them, so you can just look up Power Spotter and Forecaster. And you told me the other day that they were easy to use. Pretty simple. You can map your fields in it, and that looks at weather conditions for your own fields, not kind of a macro type of thing, so that it gets pretty specific. So it's really specific right towards the farmer's field. Absolutely. So just like I said, they're good tools. They give you an idea that's out there and what's facing you, and then you can make some work with your agronomist and make some decisions on how to move forward to prevent those diseases from uh, coming in and causing some havoc on your yield. But I'm betting along with the apps, it'd be just instrumental to get out there in those fields and really check. Oh, absolutely. You can't just rely on, on those tools. They're, like I said, they're just a tool. You have to still walk those fields, have your agronomist walk the fields, checking them. Checking them. I mean, just because you plant the stuff, you got to be out there at least weekly through a majority of the growing season to see what's going on if you're going to push those yields to a higher level because you'll, you know, all the answers why the crop isn't performing, you know, is out there. And we set another record again this year on corn production data with Hula broke over 600 bushels this year. So we got a raise of upward potential of what that plant has available to produce. Sounds like some awfully good information to be using this next growing season. That was Brad Matson, lead agronomist for ProVision Partners, and I'm Joe Welke. All across the nation, we are here for our communities. We're doing our part to get supplies where it's needed in order to fight COVID-19 together got to do what we got to do, helping the people that are that did lose their jobs and lost their income and now they don't have money for their food. It feels good to be out there to assist our community with what we're dealing with. It's what you sign up for as a soldier. We will not rest until the mission is complete. Each one of these soldiers, once they received the call, they understood that all hands were on deck. This goes to the core of what citizen soldiers do. We are your Army National Guard. I would like our friends and family to know that your National Guardsmen are always ready and always there. Always ready, always there. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. Sponsored by the Wisconsin Army National Guard. Aired by the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association and this station. for all ages. Christie Mountain is open for skiing and boarding Friday and Saturday, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. and Sunday, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Snow tubing hours are Friday, 5 to 10, Saturday, noon to 10, and Sunday, noon to 5. New at the tubing park, a stand-up and ride conveyor. No reservations needed except for lessons. Visit ChristieMountain.com for calendar, specials, and group rates. Home of the Blue Hills Beast. <laughs> Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin.
All business owners want the same thing, to make their business succeed. At Rural Mutual, they help that happen. As the third largest writer of commercial business in Wisconsin, they take the time to learn your business so they can properly protect you. Call your local agent today or visit RuralMutual.com. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Let's take a look at some of our markets this morning. Our choice-fed beef steers are 127 to 147, with mixed at 126 and higher. Choice-fed beef heifers are 125 to 145 and a quarter, with mixed at 125. Choice-fed Holstein steers are 106 to 118, with select at 80 to 105. Cows are 42 to 54, with a top of 54 and a half to 90. Bulls are 70 and a half to 86 and a half. Butcher hogs are 52 to 59. Sows are 45 to 51. Boars are sitting at 19 cents. New crop lambs are at 235 and higher, and feeder lambs are at four dollars and higher our future cattle futures for february we're looking at 137 up one april 142 up a half june 137 up a third august 137 up a third feeder cattle prices for the futures january 162 and a half up a half March 167 up 1, April 171 up 1, May 173 up 1, and August 181 up a quarter. For lean hogs, February futures 82 up two thirds. For April 89 up a half. For May 93 and three quarters up a half and June 100 up three quarters with those trends heading in the upward way. Our March contracts corns is at 603 down four, oats 666 down three and a half, soybeans 1380 down six, soybean meal $408 a ton down three. Wheat, $7.59 a bushel, down nine. With looking at our cheese markets, barrels are 187, no change from yesterday. 40 pound blocks are 205, down one and a half. With grade AA butter, 274 and a quarter, up three and a quarter. Class three milk, January sitting at 2041, down a quarter. February 2167 down 68 cents. March down 70 cents at 2105. April 2074 down 60 cents. May 2045 down 58 cents. And the trend for the dairy market is going down. As I said yesterday, I had a wonderful adventure out at Chippewa Valley Bean. And I know that there are some of them are listening this morning. So I'm going to send out cold beer calling my name to Trisha because I know how hard they've worked and they've struggled with some of the 
supply chain issues that everybody else has, and it really took to light of what is happening right in our backyard. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. It's a little after quarter after five, and we're going to take a look at some farm news. As I said, yesterday was National Bean Day. DADCAP Secretary Randy Romanski visited Chippewa Valley Bean Company by Menominee. After a roundtable sharing of information by Secretary Romanski and the Chippewa Valley Bean Leadership, he, along with invited press and kidney bean growers, were treated to a tour of the technically advanced facilities used in preparing kidney beans for market. Chippewa Valley Bean is the largest processor of kidney beans in the world. They export to more than 30 countries, as well as supplying many markets across the United States. Chippewa Valley Bean is the largest exporter of kidney beans in the world. With climate as a top priority for the Biden administration, policymakers are working closely with the ag industry. Climate-related policies are being influenced by the ag industry's recommendations. Biden's Build Back Better Act includes $27 billion in climate funding for agriculture. The climate piece of the policy includes research, technical assistance for farmers, and cost-sharing of projects for affordability. National Farmer National Council of Farmer Cooperatives Chuck Connor, member of the Food and Agriculture Climate Alliance, thinks that Congress will try to pass a bill related to climate in 2022. Collaboration on climate will continue through the next Farm Bill debate. With a push to get climate policies in future legislation, Connor's open to the possibility of passing a bill that includes ag-recommended plans. During the past six months, consumers have been picking choice and prime beef cuts more than ever before. Even though wholesale prices of high-end cuts have jumped in the last six months, Consumers are still seeking out products from the top end of the market. Quality is driving the beef beef market. And as a beef producer and a beef eater, I love to hear that. Midwest Family Broadcasting and the Eau Claire Flying Eagle Ski Club present the 136th Annual Silver Mine International Ski Jump Event. Friday and Saturday, January 14th and 15th. Watch jumpers from around the world try to conquer Silver Mine Hill. Be there for the biggest event held in January in the Chippewa Valley. Friday is Eau Claire Electric Cooperative Night with jumping all evening. Saturday is the Charter Bank Family Fun Day. The Excel Energy Longstanding Competition will be on Saturday after the tournament. Keep warm by the bonfires near the WEAU 13 News Heated Hospitality Tent or by grabbing a bud at Dooley's Pub on the Hill. Advance admission is $15 and $25 at the gate. Children 12 and under are free. Tickets are available online at FlyingEagleSkiClub.org or at Prestige Auto and all local quick trip stores. Gates open Friday at 4.30 p.m. Competition starts at 7 p.m. Gates open Saturday at 9 o'clock a.m. with competition starting at 2 o'clock p.m. See you at Silver Mine Hill. Sponsored in part by Chippewa Valley Outdoors, Escher Real Estate, Mark and Johnson, Mark Fort Motors, and Visit Claire. Ho-Chunk Gaming Black River Falls wants you to kick off 2022 with... Neil Reveal! 
Wheel Reveal is here. Spend to win great gifts, cash and rewards play, and cool prizes. Saturdays in January, it's all about those resolutions. So win one of two Nordic Track Studio Cycles. Or one of two Echelon Reflect Fitness Mirrors. Or a share of $4,000 in rewards play. Or a part of twelve grand in cash. Altogether, over $20,000 worth of big wheel winnings. Get to Ho-Chunk Gaming Black River Falls. Rewards Club members receive one free entry each week. Get up to four extra entries per day by playing slots or table games. Then be here each Saturday in January to see if you're one of 12 winners with hourly drawings starting at 11 a.m. Earn entries daily. Win big on Saturday. See the Rewards Club booth for details. And new for the new year, Senior Day has moved to Wednesdays. 50-plusers earn just 10 points to get $10 rewards play now on Wednesdays. And Double Points has moved to Tuesdays. Earn double points when you play slots on Tuesdays. Happy New Year from Ho-Chunk Gaming Black River Falls. Must be 21 or over to play. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Good morning again. We're going to hear from Stephanie Hopp. She got to visit with Jeremy Solon from about the maple syrup industry. The maple syrup season is still at least a couple of months away in Wisconsin. And we know we only tap about 3% of the maple trees in Wisconsin that can produce that good homemade syrup. Bob Osel here at the northern end of the world's longest barn. But Stephanie, the idea is to grow the industry in Wisconsin, isn't it? That's right. And a few hundred thousand dollars are coming to the Division of Extension from the USDA to grow the syrup industry. I'm Stephanie Hoff from the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. And I'm talking to project manager Jeremy Solon. He's also a producer himself. He explains the money will boost outreach and education efforts statewide. So Extension will be encouraging private landowners, farmers and tribal communities to pick up maple sugaring. We're well positioned uh, to continue to grow. As as you said, we have a we have a rich you know history. I mean, going back really thousands of years uh, when Native Americans started making uh, maple sugar, um, and you know more recently, uh, continued to to produce maple syrup in in increasing amounts. And right now, we're we're number four in the country, uh, ways behind Vermont. But really, we have the forests, and we have. You know, people are interested in making maple syrup. We just, you know, need need more support and maybe more markets uh, to be able to do that. Yeah, and this project with the aim to grow the industry stems from a grant. So how much money did UW Extension get and where did it come from? So the funding, which is, you know, a little bit over $300,000, uh, came from the USDA. There's a specific program called the ACER Access and Development Program that provided the funding, and it's a three-year project uh, to really get Wisconsin off the ground in uh, supporting maple syrup producers at the statewide level uh, through W uh, Extension. What do you spend the money on? There's three main areas of focus uh, for the project. The first is really supporting sustainable forest practices for maple syrup producers, so that's developing resources, providing information to help the maple syrup producers manage their forests effectively, especially as climate changes, you know, we're seeing shifts in tree species and kind of being aware of that and how we uh, make sure that our forests are are healthy moving forward is a big part of it. The second part of the project is supporting professional foresters. Uh, professional foresters obviously know, know how to manage forests, but they're not often 
uh, experienced or have the knowledge about maple syrup production, so it's helping them to understand how do you specifically uh, manage forests from that perspective and support uh, forest landowners who are interested in, in uh, tapping trees. And then the third part is to better understand the needs of tribal nations in Wisconsin related to maple syrup, um, building relationships there, and uh, looking forward to see how we can, uh, as extension, support them uh, long term. So, again, it's a lot of kind of foundational things, looking at what the needs are and how extension can support maple syrup producers in the future, uh, hoping to build a long-term program. So this is hopefully just the first step. As you're targeting these audiences, are you looking for more people to get into uh, syrup production? Yeah, that's definitely the goal. And we know that there are, there are in particular, a lot of farms uh, who have or that have small woodlots, woodlots as part of them that have the potential to earn some extra income by um, tapping their trees and either selling sap or syrup. So there, there's potential there. And then there's, you know, general interests, uh, even from backyard uh, syrup makers, uh, potentially expanding their operations. So it's kind of across the board looking at who, who might be able to get into making, making maple syrup as a, as a revenue generation standpoint, and then who can expand their practices, um, you know, looking at larger markets or uh, additional support that they might need to be able to do so. It sounds like land is the most expensive input. So if you already have the land, it sounds like you're more than halfway there. What yeah. else? What else do you need to become a syrup producer? Yeah, that is that is for sure the case, right? Access to land is a key part, and and that can come from ownership or it could come from leasing as well. Uh, there are tax benefits to tapping trees. You know, there there are landowners who have maple trees that are willing to lease their land uh, for that purpose. But besides that, really. Uh, you know, the, the interesting thing about maple syrup production is that you can really do it at any scale and with very simple tools and all the way up to very complex <laughs> tools and equipment. So really to start with, you need a drill, some way to get into the tree, uh, a spout of some sort and a bucket of some kind to collect sap. Uh, so it's pretty easy to get into and then uh, some way to cook the syrup down. And in a lot of cases, that just happens in a kettle over a fire outside. Um, but as you advance, the equipment gets more expensive. And so, uh, you know, longer term, we'll be looking at some of those needs of maple syrup producers and how do they expand their operations so that they can be more efficient in uh, cooking their syrup and, pr- and producing a product. Um, but really, it's, yeah, once you have access to land, it's pretty simple from there, at least to get started. And you'll be leading a team of project collaborators and advisory board members to spread that information. But when do we start seeing action? I understand you guys will be doing an assessment. Yeah, so we'll kick off the kind of needs assessment, understanding what maple syrup producers need uh, really in January. We have uh, a team meeting coming up here in the next week, uh, forming the advisory committee and then jumping into kind of those needs assessment uh, type activities in, in early 2022. And then we can expect to see, you know, resources developed and programming happen later in 2022 and uh, into the following couple of years. Um, and in the meantime, we're going to, you know, build communication tools to so like websites, social media, so to be able to start sharing information that's already already available, but maybe packed, packaged in different ways. So hopefully within the next couple of months, you'll be able to start seeing things coming out from us. Yeah, and I think it's important to note the Division of Extension is not alone in this. It looks like you guys have state, federal, 
uh, government partners as well as university help and then industry partners too. Yeah, exactly. And we'll continue to build that partnership. So it really is a, you know, a large group of folks who are interested in this and extension will lead it, but we'll really rely on a lot of those other partners uh, that, you know, utilize their skills and, and uh, resources and access to, to folks to uh, work on the project. So we're, we're looking forward to, to working with all those partners. You know, as a producer, are there things you're keeping an eye on into 2022, whether it's policy, weather, labor? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, always. We're always anxious about weather, right? So maple syrup production is completely weather dependent. Um, our season, you know, has continued to shift earlier and earlier in the year. So we now make maple syrup primarily in March, where up by us in Langley County, it used to be primarily in April. Uh, but fortunately, so far, we haven't really seen an impact on production uh, levels. Uh, but it, you know, we're, having snow cover is good. Uh, having some frost in the ground is good. Um, and yeah, after that, we're just, you know, completely dependent on weather. And then the other thing that's, you know, nationally and internationally, there is a maple syrup shortage. You may have seen some news about the, the reserve in Canada being tapped and, uh, them releasing a pretty significant amount of syrup from that. Um, and so it'll be interesting to see how things play out. Generally, you know, we'll expect prices to go up which will probably drive further interest. Uh, and hopefully we don't get into a situation where we overproduce. Um, so, you know, that that's definitely in, in front of people's minds, um, that, that demand and continuing to grow that demand. I think maple syrup is positioned, you know, very well nationally, internationally to, to continue to grow. It's an all-natural product. Uh, has a lot of health benefits uh, as a sweetener. And uh, can be made by you know small scale producers at a, at a variety of levels, and so you know as as we look forward um, with the industry in Wisconsin, you know what what I really want to see is you know the, the growth in the number of people involved in producing syrup and an expansion in the type of products that we make out of maple syrup. Uh, you know it's it's great on pancakes, but you know that's kind of like it's it's basic use. Um, we want to you know think about how do we expand out from there and uh, get people using it in place of other processed sugars. More on that shortage, Jeremy. Was this something that yep. was anticipated because of yield, or is this have to do with increased demand from consumers? It is a little bit of both, but the East Coast in particular this past year had a pretty terrible production year. They were down in some cases, I saw, uh, 70%. Fortunately, here in the Midwest, we were we had a pretty average year. Maybe uh, we were up a little bit uh, overall. So it's a combination of rising demand and uh, and poor production in some of the higher producing states. Uh, so it was it was anticipated in in some way. Uh, it was it's interesting how it kind of played out, right? So maple syrup is produced in the spring, so. By the time we get to May, all of the syrup in the country and in in the, this case the world, really it's Canada and, and the United States, uh, is done, right? But so everything is everything is produced by the time we get to May. And really we didn't see much happening from a market standpoint until uh, just recently, October, November. Um, and there wasn't a whole lot of talk. You know, maple syrup producers were talking that most likely there's going to be a bit of a shortage uh, but there really wasn't any 
kind of national movement that anybody could see uh, from a market standpoint. Uh, Thank you, Jeremy and Stephanie, on that report on the maple syrup industry. And hopefully we do not end up with a shortage. That is awfully good stuff on those pancakes. Up next, we should have Rocky coming in to talk to us from Premier Livestock of Withy. Farmers understand return on investment. They understand the power and the value of the sun. Cameron Olson, owner of Olson Solar Energy. This is just another opportunity for them to look for that power and that value. It's a business decision. Everything that farmers do and don't do on their land and their with their property is money. <laughs> so one of the things that I heard one farmer say, it's a crop that I am yielding. <laughs> uh, instead of harvesting corn on this little section, he's harvesting sunlight to make electricity. You should reach out to us, and we will come out there for a very specialized, specific quote for you to look at your farm. We can put solar anywhere. We can put it on a barn. We can put it on the ground. We can put it on a hill. (laughs) So we can put it anywhere that makes sense to you and your farm and your situation. And then once we design that, even powering your whole farm, you can harvest enough sunlight to have a $0 energy bill. Go to OlsonSolarEnergy.com to start saving. Go green, save green with Olson Solar Energy. Questions about youth or high school sports? Positive Coaching Alliance can help. PCA, a national nonprofit organization, develops better athletes and better people through youth and high school sports. Info at positivecoach.org. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, here we... Here we are again, and I don't know if I've got the wrong day for Rocky to be calling me or if he's not able to get through. I know we had a little trouble with our lines yesterday, but we'll just head into some more news. So let's look at it. one more story for our farm news, and it is a narrow export window for soybeans is a real possibility this spring. Brazilian farmers were able to plant soybeans on time this past year. Their crop will start coming to market earlier and cheaper than the American-grown soybeans. Stored crops tend to be more expensive than the ones coming right off the combine. American soybeans have been in storage for some time now, and that might drive the prices down for the American farmers because the Brazilian farmers are going to be able to make the supply happen. And that's the last bit of farm news that I have ready for now. Let's see if... Um, we have somebody from TV13 to tell us about the weather. Yes, uh, Mike D'Andrea here with uh, Skywarn 13. And uh, how you doing today, Jill? I'm excellent, and I'm glad to welcome you today. Well, I'm... thank you very much. It's a, a warm welcome's appreciated just because it's anything but warm out there right now. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I touted that it's Flannel Friday today. Yes, that it is. And uh, I need to break out my flannel as soon as I head home. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, uh, yeah. As far as today, not going to get uh, not going to get very warm really at all. Uh, high is going to be in the mid single digits above zero. We'll start out the day a little bit sunny, but then uh, some clouds increasing later on this afternoon. But by tonight, it's actually not going to get too, too cold, but still going to be in the zero degree range, which feels kind of weird to say. But uh, otherwise, we do have a slight chance of snow. Be a quick mover, though. Uh, winds are going to pick up, though, between about 5 and 15 miles an hour. Setting up for a better day tomorrow. Mostly cloudy, but it is going to be a lot warmer. In fact, getting up to near 30 degrees with winds now shifting out of the south. 
Right now, temperature in Eau Claire currently 16 degrees below zero. And I'm Skywarn 13 meteorologist Mike Dandria. Thanks, Mike. I'm glad to hear that you're going to bed out that flannel and warm us up for at least a little bit of the weekend. I'll do what I can for you, Jill. (laughs) Awesome. Have a great day. You too. Moving is hard work, and when it came time for me to move, I knew I needed the best. I called two men in a truck, and I couldn't have made a better decision. My moving team was professional, careful, and fast. Two men in a truck really are the movers who care. Don't forget to ask them about their famous core value, the grandma rule. Call two men and a truck for all of your moving and junk removal needs at 715-214-1895. Or visit their website at twomenandatruckauclair.com. Brought to you by Chippewa Valley Bean of Menominee. Happy New Year to you and yours from the gang at Chippewa Valley Bean. Let's make 2022 a great year with a crop of dark red kidney beans. Kidney beans, you know, are a high-value crop with a great return on investment and a great addition to any rotation. Chippewa Valley Bean would like to work with you in 2022 to bring value to your operation with a crop of dark red kidney beans. If you want to talk about what Chippewa Valley Bean can do for you, give Ben, their agronomist, a call at 715-556-1930 or find them on the web at cvbean.com. That's cvbean.com. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And now we're looking to Morgan to give us some local news. Morning. Here's what we're learning today. We'll start with headlines that keep us close to our area. And there's now a civil rights complaint against Eau Claire County's former DA. Jessica Bryan, the victim witness coordinator, says former DA Gary King harassed her during his time as top prosecutor. She filed a complaint against King in February of last year. Her complaint says King sexually harassed her every month from August of 2019 until at least November of 2020. King resigned as DA last August just as a state investigation into his behavior was beginning. The second Second suspect in a 2020 home invasion and murder in Eau Claire will not be going to trial. Prosecutors yesterday said Joey Moya will plead guilty for his role in the case. Investigators saying he and another gang member from Chicago burst into Edwin Garcia Smith's home in March of 2020 and killed him. The other suspect in the case pleaded guilty last month. Moya's plea hearing is set for the end of the month. Continuing in the courts, but in another part of our state, it was a day of crime scene pictures in Chandler Helderson's trial. Jurors yesterday saw pictures in the remains of his father, Bart. Prosecutors saying he killed his father, dismembered, and dragged a torso to a farm in rural Cottage Grove, and that's where investigators found Bart Helderson's body. The DA says Chandler Helderson killed his parents because of a web of lies that was coming unraveled. The trial continues today. Away from the courts, and we'll take a peek into public health where it mixes with politics, at least on the Wisconsin stage. As former Wisconsin Congressman Sean Duffy says he's not running, but hopes U.S. Senator Ron Johnson does seek a third term. Duffy Raises Johnson, who's made widely criticized comments regarding coronavirus vaccines. You need people who know where the bodies are buried. They know how to use a gavel. They know how to fight for people. And Ron Johnson has been a, a warrior for truth in regard to the, all the COVID falsehoods. Duffy's comments Thursday on WISN Radio came hours after Johnson once again questioned vaccine efficacy on Fox Business. Where do the variants come from? Um, these are variants that are evading the vaccine. Could, could the, the, the 
mass vaccination into the pandemic, could that be driving these variants? Well, Johnson has yet to announce if he's running again, but he did once say he would limit himself to two terms. On that note, there's a push to put natural coronavirus immunity on the same level as coronavirus vaccinations and regular testing here in the state. Lawmakers at the Capitol this week heard testimony on a plan that would give people who have already recovered from coronavirus credit. And we'll show you different sides so you can decide this as Wisconsin ends the week with coronavirus record cases and over 300 more people in the hospital than a week ago. You can always find more information online, 715newsroom.com. Well, when it comes to city managers, there are fewer hats in the ring this time. It seems that the job pool is a little shallower. And when it comes to Eau Claire city manager, 37 people have applied for the job. Last year, the top candidate did drop out, but there had been 61 applications. The city search committee could forward a list of finalists to the full city council next week. Eau Claire's been working with an interim city manager since Dale Peters retired in October of last year. Well, we now know where the ticket was sold. Not sure exactly who won yet. Uh, if it was you, you can stay anonymous for a little while longer. But a lot of people in Green Bay wondering who the newest millionaire in town is as the Lottery Association says someone bought one of two winning tickets in Wednesday's $632 million jackpot in Green Bay that was at the Sitco on Packerland Drive. And that was close to a record jackpot, but how about an actual record of human hair? That sounds like something I have a better chance of winning, right? Steve Warden owns Blocker's Salon in Cambridge and has been collecting hair clippings from his customers for the ball that he says his son inspired him to start. It eventually was featured in Ripley's Believe It or Not, and in December, the ball, named Haas, was officially weighed in at just over 225 pounds. That broke the record of 167 pounds set by Missouri barber Henry Coffer in 2014. I'm Mark Mayfield. And you can always sweep up more headlines at 715newsroom.com. I'm Morgan McCarthy, and now you are up to date with Jill in the Midwest Farm Show on Wax 104.5. And those temps are frigid out there this morning. We'll keep you posted on any delays that may come our way when we get on air with Alex in the Wax Morning Show. That happens a little bit after 6 a.m. right here on Wax. Thanks, Morgan. That was quite an interesting story about hair. I'm not sure that uh, that's real appealing to me, but... Hey, you know, whatever trips your trigger. Eau Claire Memorial Crematory. Find us at smithfuneralec.com. <laughs> I love the yoga room. It's so friendly. And the teaching is great. It's my home away from home. Not only does my body feel amazing, my mind feels lighter. The welcoming atmosphere. It's like my calm amongst all the crazy. It's great. I feel welcomed. I really love the yoga room. We love the yoga room. I love the showers. They're so refreshing. It just makes me happy. The physical part, it's just a benefit. Very happy. Exuberatingly happy. I feel great. The people. It makes me feel like home. It's my happy place. For me personally, it just gave me a mindfulness and peacefulness. It's not intimidating and tons of classes and styles to choose from. (laughs) It's my happy place. Join today and change your life. 80 classes a week and 30 days for $39. TheYogaRoomEC.com. TheYogaRoomEC.com. We love the Yoga Room! Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Wisconsin Army National Guard. Aired by the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association and this station. Agriculture. 
It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Smith Brothers Meats in Colby is home to Traeger pellet grills that you can use all year round. You can grill, smoke, bake, roast, braise, and barbecue your way to amazing flavors. They have everything you need to make a delicious meal for your family and friends. Smith Brothers Meats in Colby features the largest selection of fresh meats and cheeses in the area. Rely on Smith Brothers to give you top quality service and the best cuts of meat with their full-service retail meat counter. If you want it, they have it. And more. Smith Brothers Meats in Colby. Just taste it. Fun for all ages. Christy Mountain is open for skiing and boarding Friday and Saturday, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. and Sunday, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Snow tubing hours are Friday, 5 to 10, Saturday, noon to 10, and Sunday, noon to 5. New at the tubing park, a stand-up and ride conveyor. No reservations needed except for lessons. Visit ChristyMountain.com for calendar, specials, and group rates. Home of the Blue Hills Beast. Tired of being tracked online? DuckDuckGo can help. They help millions of people like you take control of their personal information online. DuckDuckGo, privacy simplified. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And I'm Jill Welke back here. We're just about 13 minutes to 6. Let's take a look at yesterday's market from Jim Lindsay Equity El Tuna. Choice beef steers and heifers dollar to a dollar twenty-five. Choice dairy cross steers and heifers dollar to a dollar twenty. High yielding choice and prime Holstein steers a dollar twelve to a dollar twenty. Choice Holstein steers ninety-five to a dollar eleven. Select underfinished heavyweight and oversized steers and heifers ninety-four and down. Top twenty percent of the cull cows sold from fifty-nine to sixty-seven. We did top at eighty on a feeding cow. Sixty percent of the cows sold from forty to fifty-eight. The bottom twenty percent of the cows sold from thirty-nine and down. Organic market from Tuesday. Top 80% of the organic cows sold from 70 to a dollar. The bottom 20% of the organic cows sold from 69 and down. Cull bulls sold from 60 to 80. Thin, full horn, and lightweight bulls all discounted. 80% of the 95-pound up Holstein bull calves sold from 40 to $100 per head. Light and poor quality calves sold from $40 per head and down. Quality beef calves sold from 75 to $210 per head. Here are prices for fancy vaccinated feeder cattle from our last sale, which was held here on December 17th. Three to six hundred pound beef steers, a dollar ten to a dollar sixty-three. Six to nine hundred pound beef steers, a dollar to a dollar fifty-four. Three to six hundred pound beef heifers, ninety to a dollar thirty-seven. Six to nine hundred pound beef heifers, eighty-five to a dollar twenty-seven. Three to six hundred pound Holstein steers, seventy-five to a dollar twenty-three. Six to nine hundred pound Holstein steers, seventy to a dollar seventeen. Our next special feeder sale is this Friday, January 7th, starting at noon. We will be selling 15 to 20 purebred Angus and Simmental cows at that sale. Also, a good assortment of weaned, vaccinated beef and dairy feeders. We are expecting two to 300 head for the sale. All feeder sales are live on Cattle USA. If you have any questions about how to register as a bidder on Cattle USA or to consign cattle to our upcoming sale, feel free to give us a call at 715-835-3104 to check out our early consignments. Go to the Equity Livestock Market Consignment page and click on the Altoona Market. This has been Jim Lindsay reporting from Equity Livestock in Altoona. Have a great day. All right. I've got Jerry Fitzgerald on the line, and he should be ready for us. Jerry, how are we doing today? Well, Joe, good morning to you. Oh, man, we're doing great heat wave over here, one above. <laughs> well, no, it's, uh, it's going to be a chilly day. We shouldn't minimize that. But I guess 
kind of a nice little warm-up for tomorrow, so we have to enjoy that tomorrow. But I guess in the meantime, we, we'll just uh, deal with today, whatever it is. So, And I suppose we better get to the markets here. We will do that. Uh, Jill, thanks. And good morning, everyone. A summary from yesterday, Thursday, and uh, this past week here at Equity Stratford. On the call market yesterday, uh, we did see higher call market this week. And uh, on the close yesterday, higher yielding uh, Holstein cows selling from uh, uh, 58 to 68. Uh, we did top this week on the cow market uh, on the Holsteins, of course, at 68. But we on Wednesday, we had some consignment and some beef cows all the way up to 79 and a half. Uh, most of the cows this week, your average cows selling from 42 to 57, thinner cows, plainer cows below 42. On the bull trade this week, mostly steady on the bulls at uh, better quality bulls are at 70 to 80 with your lighter weight bull below 70. Uh, fat cattle also mostly steady this week. Choice grading Holstein steers mostly from 92 to a dollar. Higher than choice, strictly prime Holsteins from 114 to 122 uh, with your underfinished select rating cattle below the $90 money. Calf market also mostly steady during the week. A better quality bull calves weighing uh, 9,230 pounds, selling mostly from 50 to 140. Of course, earlier in the week on Monday, we saw a uh, top at 160 on the bull calves. Very limited demand this week for heifer calves, $30 and below. Has also in good demand, 150 Now I'm going to take a look at sales schedule next week here at Equity Stratford, full marketing week on tap next week, of course. Uh, do have a special note here. We are having a one-owner dairy cattle dispersal sale on Tuesday. That will be January 11th at 11 o'clock. Complete herd dispersal, 40, 40 cows. Uh, also, there will be some heifers coming from this herd. Uh, the owner is retiring from milking. A very high component herd at 4.4 butterfat, 3.2 protein. Matic is right around 200. There's going to be uh, black and whites, uh, black and white Holsteins, red Holsteins, brown Swiss, and Jersey cows in this herd. Again, uh, they are uh, uh, milked in a tie stall barn, but they go out every day in the freestyle housing, so a good opportunity to buy some very good top-quality, high-component cows. Wheat dispersal, again, marked after next Tuesday, January 11th at 11 o'clock here at Equity Stratford, and next Wednesday will be our next feeder cattle sale. That'll be new next Wednesday. Again, we invite you folks to take a look at our website. A lot of information on there also uh, uh, concerning this herd and other information, so invite you to look at that, Equity Co-op, click on the Stratford page. Jill, with that, we'll turn it back to you. Folks, have a nice weekend. And, uh, Jill, big plans for you? Uh, I'm going to just stay warm for today. and then That's a good idea. I think I might have a few adventures planned out for the weekend, but that All remains right, well, to be Well, be seen. safe. And uh, I don't know, have you, uh, in your area, is there enough snow? Have the uh, snowmobile trails opened yet or not? I see they've been groomed, but I all the indication I've heard is that they are still closed. So I don't know if they're well, still looking for a few more inches, I'm thinking. Yeah, well, I, I like the I like the snow cover we have right now. It's just uh, you can still navigate around, not too many big banks. It's just a, a good enough cover now to keep the ground protected. But we'll see what happens. Anyway, we will uh, talk to you guys next week, and you have a nice weekend. Awesome. You too. And that was Jerry Fitzgerald from Equity Stratford. And with this cold, I just looked up the WEAU closings. Black River Falls and Melrose Mandura are delayed two hours today. And Sparta is opening late, two hours, with no pre-K. Those are public schools are delayed this morning.
There's no such thing as having too much cheese. So it's time to restock after the holidays with Marika Gouda in Thorpe, where they are passionate about modern family farming. Try something new. Marika Gouda bacon, black mustard, or honey clover. If you think it, they probably have it. And not only their award-winning cheeses, but you can also shop for wines, chocolates, and Dutch flair items, too. In January, save 15% on Marika Golden. Marika Golden pairs well with cured meats, crackers, spiced nuts, dark rum, stout, or buttery chardonnay. Visit Marika Gouda in Thorpe or on at marikaguda.com. If your family's idea of a winter wonderland is more about feeling your toes in the sand instead of not being able to feel your toes at all, a Wisconsin Credit Union Express loan can help you escape. It only takes moments to apply. Whether you prefer to visit any Wisconsin office or avoid braving the winter weather by applying online or on your smartphone. Either way, true to the name Express Loan, you can usually get an approval the same day which means you can even take advantage of last-minute travel deals that pop up. So, let Wisconsin help you get away somewhere warm, even if you're looking for a new vehicle to get you there. Because an express loan is also the perfect answer for financing a new car, truck, or SUV. And whatever you use the money for, it's easy to warm up to the rate. Express loans start as low as 1.99% APR. To apply, just visit Wisconsin Credit Union in person or online. Rate and credit limit based on credit score, income, term, and MVP status. Membership eligibility required. Federally insured by NCUA. Your work should support your life, not keep you from living it. Vita Plus loyal employees have time for the things that matter most while also providing the highest quality dairy and livestock feed on the market. Vita Plus loyal is employee-owned and has opportunities in accounting, production, and delivery. Benefits include health and dental insurance, paid time off, profit sharing, and more. For all the details, call Vita Plus loyal at 715-255-8666 or visit their careers page at vitaplus.com. A-plus insulation services, A-plusinsulationec.com. Go to A-plusinsulationec.com. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And here's our last look at country elevator prices. Golden Plump is sitting at 548. Baldwin, 541 for corn, 1317 for soybeans. Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, and Fall Creek are at 541 for corn. And Durand and Elmwood are at thirteen seventeen for soybeans. Mondovi's at thirteen oh seven for soybeans. Fall Creek's at twelve ninety seven for soybeans. Osseo's at five fifty one for corn. Thirteen oh seven for soybeans. Stevens Point is offering twelve eighty nine for soybeans. Elk Mound five fifty one for corn. Thirteen twelve for soybeans. Sparta's five fifty seven and twelve ninety one for soybeans. Ellsworth is five twenty nine for corn and twelve ninety seven for soybeans. And at our ethanol plants, Boyceville, Boyceville is offering five seventy seven for corn. Stanley five sixty six. New Richmond five sixty one. Doomer's Grain Service of Holman and Buck Country of Arcadia. Cash price corn is five forty nine with soybeans at thirteen oh two. Wheat and Grain Service cash price corn at the Chippewa Falls and Connorsville locations are at five fifty three with Chippewa Falls soybeans thirteen sixteen and Connorsville soybeans at thirteen eleven. With our March contract or with our dairy product. Prices barrels are at one eighty nine at no change. Forty pound blocks are two oh five down one and a half. And grade A double grade double A butter is at 
two seventy four and a quarter up three and a quarter. And I want to send a huge thank you and shout out to all the staff here at Wax because they have helped me out tremendously this week. I think I might actually have some of the buttons down a little bit better. And I think I'm hitting them. <laughs> it's going better for me this week. And I'm super proud of of all the help that they've given me. And I appreciate it more than I'll ever say. 